Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today we are talking about making friends, the importance of hobbies, embracing that side of your feminine energy, and all the things involved with that. And it's funny because I've been wanting to get into doing an episode about the importance of hobbies because I... I'm really like I'm in my hobby era like I'm taking pottery class every Tuesday I'm doing two book clubs right now with different groups of people and I'm realizing like just how much fun it is to be involved in things outside of work and then I got a Dear Victoria submission which I will read to you right now that I feel like just really aligns with the topic And I just figured, let's put this all together. So let me read the question for you all. Dear Victoria, I have been in college for almost a year now and I have yet to make a single friend. The only conversations I have is with my mom when she calls me. I want to have friends, but it seems almost impossible to make any. My family tells me to talk to people in my classes or to join clubs. I did. No results. 
I'm a strong introvert, so anything I say to someone comes out completely weird. It's been so long that I have severe social anxiety and zero social skills. Not having any human contact is taking a toll on my mental health, and now I'm having trouble staying motivated for literally anything. I need advice on how to not be so lonely because I can't take this anymore. First things first, let's go back to the whole thing where you said, I did try talking to people in class and I did try joining clubs, but no results. A lot of people think that they can just flip a switch and just try something out a little bit and half-ass things and see results. And when they don't see results from, like I said, half-assing something, trying it out a little bit, they're like, oh, that didn't work. And then that's it. They quit. And that applies in so many areas of life, not only about making friends, but business, personal development, a hobby, creativity. I mean, I I think of myself, like I'm so bad at pottery. And the first time I went, I mean, I was really fucking bad at it. I literally got nothing out of it. So I could have said, oh, I tried pottery, no results, wasn't good, and then never gone back. But no matter how bad I am at it, I keep going because I want to get good at it. I want to keep, you know, increasing the strength and building the strength. Think of this like working out, like building muscle. You're not going to build muscle or be really good at the gym the first time you go. So how do you build muscles and how do you get really good at lifting weights in the gym? You keep working it out. You build the muscle daily. A few times a week, you just stay consistent until you see that the muscle is built or however, whatever results that you look for until you realize, wow, these weights are feeling light. I can now increase my weight. Once you start seeing results like that, you realize you're getting stronger. So that's the same as this. If you just like try to have these awkward conversations in class or you try to join a club once or twice and you really lack social skills, no, you're not going to see results. So that's not to put blame on you, but it's to put accountability on you to understand that you can't just try something once or twice and think that you're going to have these outstanding results. I will say that in college especially, It's not that easy to make friends, period. Even aside from social anxiety, aside from lacking social skills, aside from having really low human contact, it's already hard to make friends. People are clicky. People have their groups. People are on certain teams or people are in sororities or whatever it is. People knew each other from home. Like they already kind of have their people. So when you go to school as an individual and you need to find a group to connect with or even just one single person to connect with, it's already not that easy. So now if you're going to add social anxiety and a lack of social skills and a lack of human interaction and you know really not great mental health it's even it's much harder you know it's going to be even harder so the first step is to have that self-awareness and to have the accountability and to know the reality of like the situation is this is a difficult 
thing, this is a difficult season of my life, I have to take control of it. I have to take the reins and decide that I'm going to change this dynamic and I'm going to do basically whatever is in my power to do it. Does that mean forcing friendships? No, of course not. But what are things that you can do? You can work on your social skills. You can work on your anxiety and your mental health. Going to therapy, that's like number one right there for talking to somebody who is licensed to help mental health issues and things like anxiety. Or even getting a coach, someone like me or someone that you resonate with, whoever it is. I know you're young, you're in college, so I don't know if you necessarily have the finances to invest in private coaching like me. But for the most part, this is what we work on. Increasing your social skills, increasing your confidence, increasing your self-esteem, increasing your self-awareness. So even if you're not doing it with me, just having somebody, having a coach, a therapist, somebody to really hold you accountable and work alongside you to increase your own self first and and work on your own personal development, your mindset growth, and really putting yourself first before even worrying about talking to other people and whatever else, just really working internally on you. That's number one. Now, once you start working on yourself, And once you're taking that really seriously, then you can get into the waters of hobbies, clubs, and starting to meet people who are like-minded. When I say like-minded, I mean join a club that is something you actually enjoy or pick up a hobby that is something you actually enjoy. Don't just join clubs for the social aspect of it because that might be so overwhelming knowing that this is not necessarily something you care about or are passionate about, or thoroughly enjoy, but it's something that you're doing because you have to make friends. But if you join a club, or you pick up a hobby that's something you really want to get good at, or you really care about, then you'll realize and you'll see that you're surrounded by like-minded people with similar interests because they also care about this. They're also involved in this. So no matter what it is, I think about myself you know I I, like I said I just started to take pottery and I was really nervous because I don't I don't know what everyone's skill level is what if they're really good at pottery and I'm really bad what if they all know each other and I'm the only one individual and they're going with their friends it's nerve-wracking to start something new with all complete strangers and it's something that you're doing for the first time but once I got comfortable and would just ask for help or just compliment someone's work and say oh that looks really nice or whatever keeping it super simple like that you start to build rapport and and then you start to have more conversations what's your name oh where do you live how old are you whatever and it just you start slow and you build up and by the end of the first class I asked all everyone who was around me I said because in so in this um program in particular we have something called open studio hours after like whenever you want basically during the week so you have your session once a week you have your class once a week and then you could also once a week go by yourself and do open studio so I had asked the girls by the end of the class I was like hey does anybody know when they're gonna do open studio this week 
do you guys want to go maybe at the same time? Do you guys want to do open studio together so that we're not alone? Because in open studio, it's literally that, in open studio, there's no instructor helping you. You just go by yourself and you figure it out. And so I made a little group chat with whoever said yes. And it was that simple. We didn't talk about anything crazy. We didn't talk about anything personal. It just started from little comments, questions, compliments, building up to being like, hey guys, I've never done pottery before, so I'm a little intimidated to do open studio by myself. If anyone else is on the same page and you guys want to help each other doing open studio, let me know. And like three of the girls said that they wanted to do that. So I made a little chat and, you know, we're organizing to go to open studio at the same time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life, and no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help H E L P dot com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to, but today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. So that could apply with any hobby or club because, you know, you could have a certain type of like homework I don't mean homework but like an at-home project or something to study for and you can always start to build up these conversations with people and it gives you something specific to talk about which may make it less awkward because like you said anytime I try to say something it comes out completely weird 
And that might be because you're just trying to make conversation and you don't know what to make conversation about and you're just like, whatever comes to mind, I'm just going to spitball. But if you're doing something like pottery, I'll use as an example, if you're doing something like pottery, then at least you know you can ask questions and build conversation around pottery so you can make conversation a lot more simple by saying have you ever done this before this is my first time if I have help can I ask you where have you done this before do you enjoy it how many years have you been doing it what's the hardest part for you what's your favorite part what do you enjoy the most what do you like the least so your conversations are not weird random made up out of the blue it's something easy to constantly turn to because you've made this friend doing this hobby or not even made this friend but you just made this acquaintance doing this hobby and you know like this is normal to just talk about that another thing that I don't know if it's really big necessarily on a campus but I know is pretty big like in cities in general is to get on Bumble BFF if you know what that is. Um, there's probably also other versions of Bumble BFF, but I am just not aware of them. But what it basically is, is you guys know Bumble, the dating app. You download Bumble. It's all in the same place. And one of like the settings, I guess, as soon as you're like making a profile, is like, what are you going to use Bumble for? Dating, business, or friendships? And so it'll like turn your app into like Bumble BFF. And I've made a bunch of friends on Bumble BFF. One of those friends I actually interviewed on For the Girls last year, Aisha Mohammed. There's been a bunch of girls that I have met and made friends with through there. Are they my best friends that I hang out with all the time? No, but I met them when I lived in Miami. I connected with them on social media and even if we didn't meet up in person we kind of have more of like an online friendship so no matter how you want to spin it whether we're friends in person that hang out or friends who talk on the phone we're friends so even on those days where I'm I don't have plans I'm not going out I'm sitting in I have my friends that I can sit on FaceTime with, I can text with, I can talk to so you won't feel as lonely so I would say that Bumble BFF is is good I mean it works it's worked for me I can certainly attest to it myself and vouch for it myself but there might be other apps that may be better for like a college campus I truly don't know because that's not that wasn't my dynamic but I can say Bumble BFF was good and the reason why I say tapping into all of this and picking up hobbies and making friends allows us to really embrace our feminine energy side is because that's exactly what being a feminine woman is. That's exactly what feminine energy is. Being nurturing, being welcoming, being open, listening to people, engaging with people, having you know open dialogue where you're learning and you're working on yourself. I think one of the biggest things of feminine energy is expanding your mind and just being open to gaining more knowledge and even questioning your own thoughts. You know, um, I was listening to something and they were saying smart people always ask questions and want to look deeper into things. Dumb people 
oh, just think that they're always right and they don't think there's anything, there's no further nuance, there's nothing else to it. And it made me laugh and it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a divine, mature, feminine energy versus an egotistical, wounded, masculine energy who like thinks they know everything and then the divine feminine is just like, I'm so open to feedback and I'm so open to learning. And yeah, I just think that some of the biggest traits of embracing your feminine energy is one, getting creative. So that could be picking up a hobby or getting into something like literature, reading, whatever. And making friends and showing love to people and giving love, putting love out there, putting effort and energy out there to being nurturing and welcoming. All of that really allows us to tap into that more feminine side. I got back into reading about two years ago and I'm someone who's always loved to read. But I stopped once I got really serious about my work and my business because I just felt like I didn't have the time for any of that. And I felt like I couldn't make the time for reading. I felt like time reading was time wasted. That was me being unproductive because I could be spending that time working, making more money, whatever. And I realized how heavily reliant I was on my masculine energy. And I was just depleting myself of any sense of soft feminine energy because I would only spend my time being productive and problem solving and action taking rather than spending any time on you know self-care self-love even though I I made it like I did a lot of self-care I'm like self-care is so important yeah because I worked out and I went for walks and I took care of my skin but there's so much more to caring about yourself than just like getting a facial once a month there's so many more ways to make sure you feel good and to stimulate the brain and just to keep yourself positive about life and remove yourself from reality for a little bit because sometimes reality is ugly turning on the news is really not entertaining listening to current events is really sometimes fucking scary and when all you focus on is hustling and making money You're just not escaping reality at any given point because you're just so focused on like, I need more, more, more. And I just think there's so much time in the day to do less, less, less and just relax. And so I would say getting into reading again has really, really, really allowed me to bring in like a little bit of a softer energy into my life. And so I think I asked a few episodes back, maybe a couple months ago, whatever, and I was asking if anyone knows how to get into book clubs or something like that. And I don't know, I really like couldn't figure out like how to, I I joined like Facebook groups, but it wasn't really what I was looking for. So my talent agency actually, I didn't realize that the girls who work at the agency that um, manages me, I didn't realize that they had a book club. So they invited me into theirs. So I've been in theirs for a couple months now. It's been so much fun and it inspired me to start one with my cousins and their friends and you know, this way we could actually get together in person because with my talent agency, we do it like on Zoom since none of us live near each other. But with my cousins and them, we're we're starting it now this month and we're going to like actually get together at each other's houses because we only really spend time together for like holidays or occasions, like something, you know, important like that. Of course, with some of my cousins, we get together every Sunday for Sunday dinner, but it's just a different dynamic. It's not just like, hanging out, relaxing, doing nothing. So I'm like, what can we do that's just a lot more 
chill and zen and just girls being girls and so that's why I said we'll do a book book club amongst ourselves and you know just get together and like talk about literature so I was thinking about what are some other hobbies that are good for women because of course I mentioned pottery and reading and book clubs but that's not necessarily for everyone so a few other ideas that came to mind were learning a new language I have a girlfriend right now who I think she's been learning yeah she's been learning Italian because I think she's going to Italy and she's like it's so much fun and she's been like connecting with other people and you actually feel like really smart <laughs> like it's when you can start picking up on full sentences and and conversation in another language so I, I know that's something I want to do I haven't made the time for it but learning a new language is something that's really cool dance class is also a really cool way to meet a lot of people because I know especially in New York City there are hip-hop classes beginners dance classes pole dancing classes there's so many different types of dance classes that are like workout kind of style like they're not necessarily your everyday average workout but it's something fun to do in like these group settings where you're doing like a lot of cardio and you know like fast move movements and all that but it's not just working out it's you know dancing it's learning a routine it's learning choreography and it's just a lot of fun and it doesn't matter how good or bad you are because the goal is ultimately just to have fun and let loose and I think yoga is also a really good hobby I don't I don't know if yoga would be considered a hobby per se because it is a workout like you could literally go to the gym and do yoga but I know some people who do it just for fun just to relax and that's something that definitely allows you to tap into your feminine energy because you get to really like stretch and you know your muscles are not as tense and you like loosen up and you just really like get in touch with your body and you can feel just like a lot lighter a lot more zen and with just a much clearer mind and then of course there's more creative things like painting drawing sewing that's actually really cool knitting photography like anything in the creative space of course writing is included in that and then I know a lot of people who are really big in like gardening and plants there's like a very big community for some reason I ended up on like plant talk at some point and I was seeing all TikTok videos of people who do planting and gardening and I was actually really actually I think that's how I literally got into pottery because I was seeing pottery videos on my TikTok and I just was like this looks like so much fun like I want to join a class and then I literally just went to Google and was like pottery classes near me um and a, one more creative thing I that came to my mind that I've seen and I also have a friend who picked it up as a hobby for a little bit is making candles now the friend did take it on as a little bit of like a side business but I would say that it was more of a hobby because it wasn't necessarily like meant to be insanely income producing but just something to do and something to gift people which I think again like really taps into that feminine energy like making something from your hands and being able to gift it to people that is just so much love and it's just so like generous and giving and it just feels like a such a nurturing way to give and to show love without like making anything like you know huge like not like something being too expensive not spending a ton of money it's more of like spending time and literally using your hands using this craft 
and making something with someone in mind. Like that is just the best way to give. I know that a lot of girls are always asking for more ways on how to embrace their feminine energy and to tap into their feminine energy side. And I just think if you are someone who is struggling to make time for yourself, struggling to make friends, you don't really invest in yourself, start there. Start with therapy or with a coach or any sense of investing into personal development to really focus on your internal glow up first and then you go on to the next things. So if you feel like you're always burnt out, all you do is work, you don't have any time for rest or friends or recreational fun or hobbies, start there. Start picking up hobbies, little things. Don't do everything at once. Don't try to take on five hobbies at a time. Don't do anything too, you know, overwhelming. Just one thing at a time and just start picking up on, you know, little things that allow you to decompress and just not feel so burnt out. Because I can tell you that after years and years and years, I burnt out. So it took me a while to get there. But now that I'm there, I hope that I can like, help you all before you get to that severe of a burnout phase the way that I did because my burnout phase was not like oh yeah for the past six months I've been really busy now I need to relax it was like no for the past six years I have been non-stop and now it's time for me to prioritize myself and then making friends comes along the way because you will be more proactive, you will increase your self-awareness, you will increase your self-esteem, and you will start to feel better about making conversation with people and bringing new people into your life and making new connections. So I would say go in that order. Invest in yourself and work on yourself. Pick up hobbies that you actually are excited about and that make you excited about life. And then you'll feel so much better about making friends. And that is all we have for today. Thank you girls so much for listening. I'll see you next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land, so we're told, but we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 